0: Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey it's professional wrestler, Cole Boom Boom Cabana. Hey I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rick Swan, mm-hmm. Matt Riddle, the king of Rose. I'm racking Sikher David Star. Support WrestleTalk. You are watching WrestleTalk.
1: Congratulations, you got here. And support Wrestle Support, support. support Wrestle Talk and please subscribe now. Support Wrestle Talk do it, bro. Support Olive. Um, support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk.
0: Support Wrestle Talk. Everybody's
1: talking about wrestling and I like it. Support Wrestle Talk and go subscribe. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Lou Gowen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is and whoever Luke Owen is.
0: Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Ollie Davis. Do I sound bunged up at all? I feel like I'm bunged up, but I don't know if that's coming through in my voice. And I'm joined. By Luke Owen.
1: Hello, Swath Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. I don't think you do sound too bunged up, but I suppose that will also answer my next question, how the devil are you?
0: I feel bunged up, Luke.
1: <laughs> it's that kind of comedy back and oh, forth yeah. banter that keeps people coming back to this
0: podcast. That, quite frankly... Pete <laughs> oh I'm kidding. Love oh, Chop Chops. Poor old Chop. Little Chop Chops. <laughs> Little choppy what? Chopper. Like, <laughs> Le Chopper. Chopper. Uh, I'm a big believer in uh, mental and emotional stress manifesting themselves in physical symptoms. When you left, that gave me a big uh, pulled muscle in my neck, remember? Yes, you Around did. Around all the, the time mm. that everyone decided to hate us. Now... I think it's this is the after effects. Is you getting all bunged up. Well, we, we were busy yesterday. We were busy boys.
1: We were busy boys. We were busy secret boys. Lovely time with the secret boys. I mean, let's... No. I mean, unless you were on social media, in which yeah, case you in saw in which case you it. know
0: exactly <laughs> what was happening.
1: I liked it. I thought it was, it'd be, good. It was good social
0: banks <clears throat> content. I think it's very good. It was... Because I'm not that way-minded, really. So it's good that you're there to... Get Instagram live streaming wrong. Ah, I did it. For, I know I got
1: it right. <laughs> so here's what happened. So have you watched? It?
0: I was I was watching AEW this morning in bed because I was too ill to get out of bed, mm-hmm. and I had my cup of tea there. And my lady partner was what? Like I could, could hear your voice, <laughs> and I took off my headphones. I was like, "What are you watching?" And she was like, "I'm catching up with your Wrestle Talk Instagram live stories from yesterday." And I was like, oh, what's, uh, what's going on on it? And she said, well, it's been Luke trying to figure out how it works for the first minute. <laughs> so,
1: so what happened was I was listening to a podcast mm. and I had my headphones in. I figured, and I was carrying uh, a cup of coffee mm. and yeah, my phone in my other hand. I saw all this. <laughs> and so I figured when I press go live it's going to stop my podcast. like In the same way, when you do a phone call, it stops the... Or if you start a YouTube video, it stops the podcast you're you're playing to play whatever else is going. So I thought, me going live is going to stop the podcast. It turns out it doesn't. So then I was like, oh no. Well, now I need to stop the podcast. But I'm holding my phone in my hand and I'm holding my coffee cup in my hand and I need to reach up and grab the little a button on my headphones to stop the podcast and then carry on and in the process of doing so also managed to turn the camera around
0: yes and i saw it, that
1: bit. and then i had to turn it back around to me yeah. so it didn't get off to the best of starts but i felt the co- the content after that was 10 out of 10 quality top notch it was uh, fantastic So,
0: well, well that sounds like it was instagram's fault well if, yeah, I, if, I if i'm t- taking any lesson from
1: that I think what a lot of people need to remember from this show is that if anything goes wrong, it's usually not my fault. Yeah. It is usually the fault of something else. You've been
0: hanging out with Dad since <laughs> too much.
1: He has rubbed off on me in all the wrong ways. He's
0: so much better now. He he takes responsibility. He's he grown does. as a human being. It's he amazing does. to see him uh, to, to grow and blossom. I hope he doesn't MJF heel turn on us. <laughs>
1: Um, so we spent quite a bit of time talking about uh, Japan uh, on my yeah. on the last email. Uh, but a I Podcast, did, rather. What did I say? Oh, yeah, podcast. Sorry. Um, you but are, I, you're looking at your email. I'm looking at my email. You said emails.
0: the thing that you're seeing again. I know.
1: Uh, but I did get this email from Pratesh, who says, Hi, Luke and the team, brackets, but mainly Luke. Please, 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 can we hear more about your trip to Japan? I'm planning a trip next year. I want to hear all about Ooh. yours, uh, your advice and general experience. Thanks, Emil Pratesh. So my general advice would be, A, either get a SIM card, like a Japanese SIM card, where you get out there. That's or, a good tip. Or pre-order one mm. that you can get delivered to your own house, like in the UK. Um, just, but You'll need to be able to use apps while you're out there, particularly Google Maps. Google Translate's not quite as good as it makes it out to be. Oh, mate,
0: you know what you need. Google Lens. Oh, it's Google Yeah, Lens. well, this is it. A lot of people think Google translates where it's at. Google Lens. It's there. It's, a, you know, you can point it at a plant and it will tell you the Latin name for that plant. It'll identify birds. Um, and also it has real-time translation of different languages in the camera field. Oh, that's good. So you can, I, I did it in Amsterdam. I, I put my phone down the menu and it real-time superimposed the English words for the the Dutch ones over the top of the menu the Google Translate app also does that (coughs) oh does it oh my bad sorry
1: but it doesn't do it I'd I'd argue it doesn't do it very well I'm ollie explaining to you but that might just be because it was going from kanji into English
0: they've got too many alphabets that's the Japanese's problem once again
1: it's not our fault
0: yeah (laughs) it's not our fault simplify your stuff or just talk English you bloody foreigners (laughs)
1: Um, but yeah, so that would be my advice because Google trans- you will need Google Maps, particularly when getting around. If you're going to, to- uh, Tokyo in particular, and you're going to be using their subway system, which is fantastic, by the way. I was rewatching the anime movie Your Name, and they—they uh, they get on the subway uh, a couple of times in that, and I genuinely got nostalgic uh, for being on for that last sub- week for last <laughs> week and being on their subway system because I just think it's fabulous. Um, How
0: big is Tokyo? Massive. That, you know, like oh, London huge. takes.
1: You couldn't walk it, really. No, you'd get. You need to get the subway everywhere. Lots like, of
0: different districts.
1: Yeah, that's exactly it. It's all districts. And it's in the same way. It's like London, like a bigger version of London. Because
0: um, I reckon I could run Amsterdam. Oh, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah.
1: It's like, and like when we went to Reykjavik, Reykjavik's essentially two streets. Mm. Like, there's. It's a large land, but there's nothing there. And then there's just two streets that you can actually walk down. And there's some, you know, geysers and that. The. Not not, not not London geezers, the water ones. Um so, and I'd also recommend if you're city if you're a pop culture fan, Akihabara is the place to go. That is where like that is pop culture central. If you like your anime and your your models and models of um women bending over in suggestive manners, that is the place to go.
0: With impossibly large breasts. Yes, and impossibly big bottoms. It's it's creating unrealistic expectations for me. And that's not my fault <laughs> either. It's their fault, the women. And uh, particularly if you're going to
1: Akihabara, go to uh, Super Potato, which mm. is a video game store, and yes. it's like it's on the third floor, I think. Um, and then there's another three floors that you can go. Then it's got an arcade at the top as well. You uh, which is amazing.
0: Because my, my friend went shortly before you and hadn't done any research because he was just going to follow the rugby. Mm-hmm. And he, he asked me, and I asked you for recommendations, and I told him about that store.
1: Oh, he, cool! Yeah, 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 he
0: went. He thought it was amazing, but his poor fiancé <laughs> was just dragged around that entire place, so I don't think she's happy. Oh, okay. But he was. Well, that's yeah. good.
1: I'm glad I can give uh, one good recommendation. Then. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there's a, a lot of good restaurants to go to. But again, it depends on where you're going, I suppose. Brush up on your chopstick
0: skills. Don't, don't accidentally offend wise Japanese sages.
1: Yes. We also accidentally found a very cool piano bar. Um, and that was like, did they play chopsticks?
0: <laughs> Is that racist? That's not racist. I know. No. Yeah, I, I just felt automatically bad about saying it.
1: I think you're okay on that one, but it was, um, it was this really, really super cool. And actually, I'll tell you how cool it was. Me and my wife kept saying, we need to tell Ollie and Anna about mm. this when they go next year. Yeah, I recommend this place. It's very good. Got to play a cover. Got to pay a cover charge when you get there. But the drinks were really, really lovely, and they played smooth piano music. Ooh. And you're and you're all sat around the piano as well.
0: Oh, nice! So it's like a
1: it's like a, a big circle table,
0: like a sushi bar or a sumo yeah. match. And speaking of which, I found a fan, there's a
1: fantastic sushi restaurant that we went to that I would definitely recommend to you. And I'm not going to say why, but don't get a table that's at the conveyor belt. Get a mm. booth. The booth is way better. Wow! Because we got one at the bar uh, at like at the conveyor belt, thinking that'd be the best place to go. Is it karaoke? It is not karaoke, uh. no. But there was a, an American couple who was sat on a booth just behind us who kept freaking out when their food arrives.
0: What does it like pop up through the table? I'm not going to say a shoot. I'm not going to say anything uh, to you. You, you what, should you... have done a hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk Sushi News. <laughs> nice. I uh, you be order everything via a um, little like. Um, ipad in front of you as well oh mate they got that over here i was in o'neill's the other day just got all the drinks <laughs> uh, sent the right table. You did, yeah. do you
1: want to tell this story uh, have you, i don't think we told this on the uh, podcast oh no you no, told it you told it on the podcast I, that i listened to <laughs> I that's was what i
0: say so i haven't had
1: that conversation with you <laughs> no, I while li-
0: you were away i listened
1: to the podcast where you talked <laughs> about it but um i do want to hear about your trip to amsterdam but we do Damn. have to we do have to get into the main shows so we'll do that first so anyway here is the main show we're talking about shock horror Chris Jericho's first AEW loss. And I feel like we're on split opinions on this. Here's the show.
0: What happened was, it was a tag team championship match between SCU... Comprised of Kazarian and. Is it just Kaz? Uh, I believe they just call him they Kaz. They just call yeah. him Kaz. Kaz and Scorpio Sky, which I guess they're the champions, right? They it's are. Not like, yeah. It's
1: not free bird rules not free Where Daniels rules. can hop in. No, because Daniels was taken out of the tournament. So the
0: champions are Kazarian and Sky. The champions are Sky and Kaz. Yeah. And they're going up against the inner circle of AEW champion himself, Chris Jericho yep. and Sammy Guevara. The Spanish God. Which is a really nice storyline hmm. because the inner circle wants all the gold. Chris Jericho wants to be a double champion. It's like it's a big time match. And it's a, that's a really solid main event for an episode of TV. So, so solid. Yeah, Really nice idea. Love the booking of that. And they have a match. It's a match I very much enjoyed. By the way, we'll get to the Jericho promo with MGF later in the play-by-play of the show. It's not really related to this stuff. I I really like, yeah, the structure of the match where it starts off Jericho being cocky, but then Sky just gets the better of him. He has to tag in Sammy.
1: And I want to point out as well, because obviously it ties into the finish of this match. This episode... Was designed to really to be like, this is our next jumping off point for what is likely going to be totally. our January pay-per-view. So it was, like, full gear or fully loaded, as JR kept calling it throughout the show.
0: <laughs> TLJR. Um, he's, he's gone on so much better that Like, I can look past the mistakes because he is so good now, I think. He that.
1: was a bit salty at full gear, oh. though, or fully loaded, if you, if you want to call it that. <laughs> um, so, we, you know, full gear is... Fully loaded on gear. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's very early noughties. That is, yeah, <laughs> it's very train Um So you know, full gear is now done and dusted. It's in the books. Let's let's start the next chapter of this AEW story. And one of the biggest parts of this was getting over Scorpio Sky. Mm. And actually, the whole tag tournament was about getting over Scorpio Sky. Because like, even in a match he was not a part of, the opening tag match that they had between um, Jurassic Express and Dark Order, you had Jay on commentary going like. The reason why SEU are the tag team champions is because of Scorpio Sky. And like he was just like, and I I fully believe that. And I think he is the reason why they won. And then this match itself was all about getting over Scorpio Sky
0: and saying that he is he's the star of this team. Because it was Scorpio Sky who got the roll-up on the Lucha Bros in the tag team tournament final yep. that, that secured them the win. And he wasn't meant to be the team in the first place. It was meant to be Daniels and Kazarian. <laughs> and he got super over in that first match when he had to stand in. Uh... And yeah, so so in this match, Hager was out there as well, but so was Daniels. It's so nice to see Daniels as part of the SCU act again. Yeah, nice return. I I thought the return worked really well. I really uh, did as well.
1: Gear. Well, I, Simon and I uh, sort of fancy booked ourselves into uh, in circles, I suppose, because we thought it was the return of the Fallen Angel, ah, because he had like the Fallen yes. Angel logo, and we thought it's either an Easter egg, or as you know, or just a nice nod and just a fun mm. thing to do, or. He has changed his character, and he has now gone back to the Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels, and maybe that's going to see a split and a fragment within SCU.
0: Were you saying Fallen Angel confirmed? And fallen Angel return confirmed. God, I've got to find a, a new gag for that now.
1: As it happens, he was just back to being Christopher Daniels on this episode with the microphone and everything, so there's no Fallen Angel return confirmed.
0: No, but... Uh, that- Daniels out there was nice because Kaz was taken out by Hager and then Daniels ran to take out Hager but Hager sort of took him out as well. Sammy Guevara got a leg injury in this as well. Not kayfabe so he was sort of taken out. So it was Jericho and Sky that this all came down to. And they're going back and forth.
1: Had some really good uh, stuff in yeah, there. Then yeah. a TKO by um, uh, Sky for a near fall. Sky blocked the uh, the lion salt, um, and then he went up to do a diving move, like a diving cutter. Got caught with the code breaker. Love that. Yeah. I totally bought into that near yeah, fall yeah, as yeah. well. Really like jumped out my seat. Like oh my god, we're going to do double champion. Great spot. Great, great, great spot. And then Sky pinned Chris Jericho with a roll up. Uh huh. And that is Chris Jericho's first pinfall loss in AEW granted it's in tag team competition so it's different
0: to his singles record but it is his first loss in AEW Mm. and there are so many reasons why this booking is fantastic the tag team champions won the match despite being clean despite being against like the champion the, the, the world champion but they are not a tag team act like that, this is something. Uh, another company. I, don't, I hate comparing. Yeah. Some other companies book their ta- even their tag team champions as always secondary to that main event singles scene. So, but in theory, if you're if you are the tag team champions as a unit, you'll be able to beat any random two people thrown together ninety nine times out of a hundred. And even though
1: Sammy and Jericho have been teaming together and do have tag team victories under their belts. SCU are the established act. They have been tagging for years. Yes. So they should be able to beat
0: two lads who have only been tagging for a little while. So fantastic there. Makes the tag division look awesome and the champions even stronger. Sammy Guevara, lovely red herring there. You look at Jericho and Sammy in a team in this match, you're like, well, I know who's taking the loss there. But they didn't. It was Jericho that took the loss. Huge. And I'm sure this will spin off into a ...big either character piece for Jericho... ...where he gets more and more... ...like his confidence has been rocked now... ...so he has to resort to more heelish paranoid delusions... ...and it'll build up Sky very nicely as well. So here's where I disagree with it. Lay it on me. Because everything about this was perfect... ...and I hate to say this... ...for for me, remember this is my personal opinion... ...everything about this was perfect... Apart from the fact that it was Scorpio Sky, and that pains me to say because Ooh, I I did not see this coming. Mm, hot take <laughs> pains me to say because I'm a huge fan of Scorpio Sky. He really like he, he, tremendous, absolutely tremendous in that in that opening match uh, of the tag tour- tag tournament, and then got better and better and better and better. And then he won with a roll up. It was a limp finish there, and I, I thought, hmm, I I get what you did here but I think the Lucha Bros should have won. Oh, the tournament? The,
1: the- I think the Lucha Bros should oh, okay. have been right, I see what you're the saying, first
0: yeah. ever AEW World Tag Team Champions. Okay. But they didn't go with that. They did it with a roll-up victory that they kind of... I, I thought it was a flat finish.
1: Okay, so... It was a shocking finish. Because I haven't seen this. Yes. So the, the tag title match, because I thought you were still talking about this
0: match, but the tag title match ended with a roll-up. Oh, I'm giving a hell of a load of context. Okay. Yeah, ended with a roll-up from Sky. Fair enough. It was sort of a, a shock. Kind yeah. Of distraction thing, and now here Kaz sorry uh Sky also gets a roll up so firstly that i mean that's that's by the by really that that's not the strongest finishes if you're truly trying to build someone up I mm. would argue but s e u and I love them honestly i'm a real big fan, but you Doesn't look at the rest. Like <laughs> I'm in that awkward position where there's this amazing movie that I love. An amazing movie that I love, but because I don't think it's the best movie ever, I'm the bad guy. (laughs) So I AEW's Tag Division, Young Bucks, Lucha Bros, Santana and Ortiz. Those are your three top acts. SCU are the champions. Okay, fine. That's what that's the direction you went. I would have put it on the Lucha Bros. And now you're using it to build Sky. Great idea. Because, you know, this company is very committed to building new talent. This one, I felt like it was at their detriment. This was the first time out of all the losses that the big AEW stars have had, you know, Omega, Bucks, Cody and Jericho, that I was like... I don't think Sky was the right person to do that because, and here's my whole argument that I don't think is easy to argue with it would be totally okay if it was Pentagon Jr.
1: Okay, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you're right. Like, you know, because Pentagon is, he is main event talent as a single star as well as a tag act. So your whole argument is that actually pinning the champion in a tag match isn't the worst thing. It's just the fact that it wasn't Pentagon Junior and it was Scorpio Sky. It's
0: more that it's Scorpio Sky. It's more that it's Scorpio Sky. I love him. I think he's really good. But I, do, I don't think he's... he he. This is the most effective use of him. Uh, the the pops that SEU and Sky get from the crowd, I don't think are... They're nowhere near the level of pops that other people get. Mm-hmm. So I I would go in that direction as opposed to... Going the sort of I don't want to say safe, dependable route. I feel like an asshole right now <laughs> talking about this, but I just think those checks really are going to bounce. I just think Jericho, Jericho's first pinfall loss. It's a big deal. I don't mind you doing that now. It should be against like a proper big money feud, and I, I fully expect Jericho to have a match with Sky somewhere and make Sky look like a million bucks. And then two weeks, he'll kind of Sky will dip down again. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see Sky as a main eventer even with a lot of push behind him. But Pentagon <laughs> Junior, and there's even the story of Jericho turning up at All In dressed as Pentagon in the Kenny Omega match. Yes, fair. There, there's a lot of context. I. I know it's gonna sound like I'm just getting stuck in my own fantasy booking world.
1: It does sound like you're you're stuck in your own because because your your whole argument isn't it should be Pentagon. It, exactly, your whole argument is it should be someone else. Yes. It should have been Pentagon, is is your whole argument. Yeah. And that argument isn't wrong, but it's it's not to say that this decision is wrong either. Just because you would have done it. I mean, actually, and that's, which is unfair to say because we have oftentimes, I myself have often said, it's not the way I would have done mm. it as for my personal reason why I'm not getting on board with it. So I don't think you're wrong on this. And I don't think you getting sucked into your own fantasy booking world is the worst thing. However, from my vantage point and my sort of feelings on this, I thought it was a fantastic closing to the show. Really, really surprising because, like you, I thought that... Hey, if anyone's taking the pinfall in this, it's definitely Sammy. Which will still give Jericho his first loss, but it's—and I'm not even sure. Maybe he's lost a different tag match, but it certainly feels like it, it wouldn't have been a Jericho pinfall loss. I didn't—I certainly didn't see that coming. But all I thought when I saw this was like, "This is great," and this is great because we're going—we're doing quarterly pay-per-views. So. Um, we're not going to be getting another uh, show until January. We we imagine January, May, August, then November, then we come back around to January again. So our next show is not until January. It's gonna. It, you can't really do your 12 weeks worth of booking you know, and, and 12 weeks worth of telling one story in order to get to this pay-per-view here. So what you've actually got to do is you've got to do these sort of mini feuds to build up and make certain t- episodes of TV feel like A pay-per-view in itself or have a pay-per-view quality main event you know title defense this and the other and I think doing a four week journey of Jericho versus Sky for the AEW championship is not only four weeks of great television by the sounds of it you know with some really good matches and it'll end in a you would have thought in a really good match that will make Sky look really good and it just it raises Sky's stock and I suppose my main counter argument to you is that Pentagon is already an established main eventer. But this could make Scorpio Sky appear like an established main eventer. And surely
0: this option is better than the one you've already got. Um potentially. I guess, yeah, th- th- there is kind of daylight between the two options. I'm I'm quite hard on my side, obviously. Uh I
1: Which I don't think is wrong
0: by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think AEW one of the main faults, weirdly, with AEW is that they're not giving their big stars enough wins. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm just... Uh, but I've, I've been in agreement with AEW. No, you've got to build the future. You've got to make these younger guys look really good. Look, Sammy Guevara feels like a, a proper main event now. Darby Allen. He can just step up in there and it, it doesn't feel out of place. Uh, and that's because of a fantastic job that they've done. However, I do think they should start building proper main event feuds now. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but they did have a main event feud. They just had one. <coughs> to, to, say, Jerry to, to start building one, I think is a bit unfair. I, I, when I, they I have mean, done, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I know what you mean. It's um, yeah. A
1: lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.
0: No, thank you. The man who wears the gold, the man recognised by Swef Nation International as the 24-7 champion, our legend. Our yes.
1: legend. Absolutely. The redneck Dennis Hicks.
0: Yeah. Come on. Michael Plowman. That name, that's his name. That name again is Michael Plowman. I do
1: feel like we need to change that to Crap Gimmick's own Michael Plowman.
0: Matt Taven and <laughs> Dalton, Dalton Castle endorsed i hope you watch that episode michael
1: i um, i actually saw that bit in the uh, in heathrow <laughs> airports yeah because i saw that you'd gone live and we were just waiting for our gate to be announced like i'm just gonna watch this for a little bit and it was matt taven freaking out over the name michael plowman <laughs> and his great line is like it's perfect he's a baby face in the winter he's a heel in the summer <laughs> Uh, join him, John Iowa. Yes, yes join go. him indeed. Big bad,
0: Blake Lloyd. Oh, Thank he's you. big and he's
1: bad. Martin Santoya, talking to me. You're
0: talking to me. Uh, the Perfect Storm, Noah Trombley. Thank Ooh, you.
1: Caught in a Travis Webb. Yeah. Stuck mate.
0: I think he's talking to you. Damien Thompson. That's two
1: Simpsons references in this oh, one yeah. block we've got here. The Monster Among Patreons. Brrrr! Strowman, oh, Brian Stroman or Brian Stroman rather
0: Is Stream Slayer yes
1: and Andy Datson's single greatest contribution to this channel so handsome he makes all the boys Joe Ellis Joe Ellis, Ellis.
0: thank you ever so much we see what you guys think uh i put up a poll on the community tab this morning first time we've done this because we don't usually like to go head to head uh put nxt and AEW against each other but i thought it'd be an interesting tradition to start on these thursdays
1: yeah because we did it in sort of when we were still trying to work out Uh, this whole new Wednesday Night War thing. We were doing the AEW and NXT reviews Mm. sort of in about four minutes, but in the same video. We did on that one do a which show did you prefer this week along with a score this for AEW, score this for NXT. And that has always been broadly an AEW win for the few weeks that we did do it anyway.
0: I guess that was in the early days before
1: the NXT invasion. That's exactly it. Yeah, but now (coughs) we've got the NXT invasion of Raw and SmackDown. And I feel like NXT is now in this Big upswing, mm. and a very, very exciting big upswing,
0: and that is uh, reflected in the poll. So nine and a half thousand people voted in this. So Just, this is that's that's usually way more than video polls. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Forty nine percent for Dynamite, fifty one percent from ooh, NXT. That is neck and neck. like call that.
1: No, that's Brexit.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can call it NXT. What? No, no, no. You, you, you can't call it <laughs> referendum. <laughs> Uh, the yeah, so I, that took me by surprise quite a lot.
1: Well, NXT also did have uh, the fabulous ladder match mm, with Mia Yim. Yeah, and it had a really good uh, Leo, um, Leo Russian, Angel Gaza, yes. and you got all the Keith Lee uh, stuff in there yeah. as well. And it felt like it was a big, big newsworthy
0: show. If you had to put your money on it. Who do you think's winning the ratings this week?
1: I actually wonder if NXT is going to get the, the win get this week feel. in the ratings. I really do think that... Like, last week it was super close. I think this week we're going to see NXT beat
0: AEW. And it's whether it's not just whether NXT beats AEW, because if NXT does 1.1 million and AEW does 1 million, I'd say that's a win for, for everyone. But it's a win for everyone, yeah. But if that NXT audience increases... To the detriment of AEW, that's the big metric I'd be looking at. That that would be quite worrying, especially coming off of a pay-per-view. Totally, yeah. Uh, Fully loaded, what a show. So, let's see what you guys thought so far on the Jericho loss. Jobber JJ, 496. When you're having a blood feud fight and an Orange Cassidy is just standing there, you can say freshly beaten. Ollie, do you want to join my inner circle? Yeah, sure. I'm joining the circles. Uh, new Punk Rants. It's good because it seems Chris Jericho is about to have a midlife crisis arc or something of that caliber. It sets up Sky well. I trust Y2J though. Hashtag #Goat. I thought Jericho's freakout
1: after yes. the match
0: as well was absolutely fantastic. You know,
1: ripping up the guardrail, smacking it with a chair, smacking the mm. chair into the, it was like it was an old WCW Jericho yeah. freakout. Yeah,
0: yeah, it really put over the loss. The yeah. Fantastic work from Jericho. Power Packers, 90. Best part was Jericho recreating his WCW meltdowns. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I think
1: you looked ahead. I, 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 honestly, I didn't know now because it's in my notes.
0: Jobber JJ 496 Ollie, I hear what you're saying. Save Pentagon match. Are they send to save the Pentagon match? Yeah, you can match? save the Pentagon match for later. Okay. Uh, Clifford Miller. Luke is trying to be nice to Ollie during the Scorpio Sky bit, much like the nice Asian... <laughs> Much like the nice Asian man was trying to be nice to Luke about chopsticks. <laughs> Hashtag
1: <laughs> manners. So that is, go, back, go listen to the Raw uh, review <laughs> podcast intro where I can explain that story. Yeah. Uh, but that's a very, very good super chat.
0: on with the full play-by-play of the show started with a recap of Full Gear Mm. what a show, we haven't spoken about it. We haven't, no, but it was you know, I honestly
1: believe come the end of the year, that is one of the shows we'll look back on and be like, that was one of the best shows Mm. of the year, because it was just consistently great throughout.
0: And while I really really Really? love all the AEW shows so far, I'm talking the big pay-per-view ones and all in last year if you count that as well this was so much more rewarding Mm-hmm. Because I've got that weekly commitment and investment in all the guys and storylines. I, mean,
1: I was so into that Cody Jericho match. Yeah. Um, like, and I knew the result. Mm.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I
1: didn't know. Yeah, no, because I, 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 I saw the show. I, you know, cause I, I got back from uh, Japan. And it was a bit groggy. I didn't really fancy just diving straight back into the, the world of wrestling. So I gave and it a couple of days. You call
0: yourself a wrestling t- so I
1: gave it a couple of days before I got back in. So by the time I actually got round to the show, I'd already more or less seen all the results. Mm. Um, but even so... I was still mad into it.
0: I haven't really actually had a chance to talk about my opinions. I, I actually didn't agree with a lot of the booking decisions they made. Is it I'll, because I'll,
1: you did very poorly in the predictions? No,
0: no. It's because Pentagon Junior was <laughs> more heavily featured. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come on to it in the MJF bit. Uh, but but even it's AW have so much good faith with me right now because you know they're consistently very logical and 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 they they improve. But when I when I think, oh, that wasn't very good. It's like the next week they fixed it. So loads of loads of leeway from me. But he, that means even when I don't agree with certain directions they've taken on the show, they because they've told their stories to create five, six, seven different possibilities. I'm like, oh yeah, but this one's still. It's not my favorite option, but I still love all AEW and th- and this this new storyline. Uh,
1: so is that, oh, that's the Scorpius Guy Pentagon. Yeah, angle really. It's just that we've sort of because Lucha Brothers didn't win the tag titles, we fractured off into this different timeline of events where we're getting this one, and this one's still great. Yeah. this one could have also been very good as well, better
0: <laughs> or better. Uh, so what I really liked about this recap, though, was that they do the usual. Here's the full gear recap that they didn't include. Omega and Mox's highlights because it was unsanctioned. That's that's what it was in my head. They didn't say that outright. Mm-hmm. Instead, they had a different video package afterwards. I
1: love this <sighs> video pack. This was so good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we get we got a recap of Moxley versus Omega, the unsanctioned match from from Fully Loaded slash Full Gear, yeah. and it was you know showing all the big brutal bits, and it made it look like man, you've got to get the replay Mm. to check this Mm. out. And they were actually putting that over in the show as well, being like, get the replay, folks. Very interesting, actually. One of the comments we got on the Full Gear review that we did, that me and Simon did, saying that, do you think that AEW will lower their price points? 50 bucks is too much to ask for a pay-per-view. And my argument to that was, we're in a quarterly era. Yes. I think the network has spoiled people in that we're now, there is a generation of people now that are just used to getting Everything for ten bucks a month, mm. whereas like back in the day, you know, only six years ago, you'd be paying fifty bucks a month in order to get every WWE show, and sometimes they do two a month. So actually, I think them, you know, asking fifty bucks every four months isn't the end of the three world. Months. Sorry, every three months, you're absolutely yeah. right. Sorry, I, was, I still had quarterly in my that's, head. <laughs> that's
0: cool. Uh, the um, it, it is an interesting business move, and I I, I think it's the right one. Mm. Yeah, because WWE have looked at Spotify, Netflix that gym membership drip feed of content where you the pressure's kind of off you having to deliver a consistently very good product (laughs) um but what AEW is looking towards is boxing and that's really the closest thing to to uh professional wrestling in terms of how the the business model is structured and how you get over stars that's where the roots of the business are so and, and wrestling pay-per-views yeah that's that's how much they cost yeah
1: but it's also now when you do these post shows these sort of like first shows after a pay-per-view you can show these sort of highlight packages with the intent of not just here's the storyline it's also you've got to get the you've got to get the replay replays are available go watch the replay
0: of this show so this is kind of separate to the replay after a few little hardcore spots it's omega with the medic backstage afterwards like not immediately afterwards? What was it immediately afterwards? No,
1: I think it was like it was a couple like a of days, days later. After.
0: Yeah, And he's getting checked out. His back looks horrible. Yeah. Looks like Dusty Rhodes' forehead. <laughs> and he's got this black eye, which probably was made up. Mm-hmm. It didn't look very realistic. But he it's not about that. He's, he's talking very realistically about how, how the shower stung. Yeah. Like, what what oh, a visceral yeah. image. That's really nice, yeah.
1: yeah. But the key to this is that the doctor did not clear him to wrestle. So Kenny looks very bummed about that. And he asks, how's Mox? And the doctor knows that what he is about to say is not what Omega needs to hear. And he goes, he's, he's banged up. But he was cleared to wrestle. And the crushing look on Omega's face where he realized, not only did I lose the
0: match, I failed. Yeah. Because I can't wrestle. Uh-huh. And he can. Low key, that is one of the best things AEW's ever done. Yeah, it was actually <laughs> that, low key. That, that little, my
1: favorite thing on the show.
0: <laughs> that little interchange, what a beautiful character moment. And you got to think that's coming from Kenny. Yeah, that's totally like that real nuance, attention to detail, and character shifts. That's totally within his wheelhouse and what he told in that Abushi storyline in New Japan. I loved this. Fantastic. So
1: so good. Um, but and also Michael Nakazawa was there because he's a training partner of. Um, uh, of Omega, and that led into the opening match of the night, which was John Moxley versus Michael Nakazawa. Mm. Nakazawa was going to do comedy with the baby oil, but he's like, no, no, I'm angry. I'm going to beat you up because you've hurt my friends. Very quickly, paradigm shifts,
0: and Moxley won. It was a nice transition into the paradigm shift. Yeah, it really actually. was, yeah. It was sort of a step over. It wasn't the lift up. It was just kind of a step yeah. version. Uh, and then Moxley just goes off to cut this awesome promo night of promos <laughs> AEW dynamite was this evening it's a, it's a show of promo like, yeah. and that's not a, that sounds like it's just promos no it's very very good promo the world.
1: reason I, I, I said it was night of promos is it felt like after every single match ended mm. someone was like pass me microphone yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got something to add to this
0: I've got a storyline to start Can yeah. pass me the mic the pay-per-view cycle has just <laughs> restarted <laughs> I need to start something new. Uh, but it always felt natural. Mox um, grabs the mic and he just screams up the ramp. So that one counts, right? Great line. Uh, just the, and, you know, he doesn't have to over-explain it. We all know what he means, yep. that the unsanctioned match doesn't count towards his record. And he kind of resents management for doing it that way. Uh, and he says Omega's never going to be the same again. But he does respect him. Which is a f- fantastic wrestling promo of putting over the guy in defeat. You look better for defeating the guy yeah. because you've made him look good. It's just perfect wrestling promo work. And then he says, no one's got the balls to step into the ring with me. I'm going to purge AEW till I'm the only one left standing. Which is the first time I've had like a real clarified mission statement for Moxie's character.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually, and
0: it's really nice. Previously, it's just been, I am chaos. I am the purveyor of violence (laughs) Uh, not disinformation and he he uh, effectively issued an open challenge yeah he keeps talking and I'm just like alright can't wait for the interruption here can't wait for the interruption he's just saying if you come down here you better have the ambulance on speed dial you better say goodbye to your wife kiss your loved ones goodbye and have an ambulance (laughs) on speed dial and then but no one answers
1: and Mox just leaves and it made me go like Someone is, someone is going to answer on this show or it's going to be on next week's show but I am I was racking my brain of like who is it going to be that's mm. answering and then when the match happened where we got the answer as soon as that person came out I was like
0: <sighs> Oh, well, I, 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 oh well, I was like oh, I hope it's him <laughs> I hope it's him that answers the challenge it's such a It's a, because I was sitting there going and I'm being conditioned to get this quite fast paced booking which really isn't My preferred way of doing things, where oh, someone would interrupt him right away. So I'm like, I I wanted it right there, but I didn't need it.
1: Yeah, I needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, But Moxie here just genuinely felt dangerous. Yeah, like he genuinely felt. Like I I stopped thinking about him as a as a fake wrestler. I was like, oh crap. Yeah, he's (laughs) Uh, had a
1: great great year in terms of his AEW. I mean, you could look at the injection in the butt stuff as probably not a great start to the year. But I think since Mania, or well, since May, he has been just like, he went on a tear through the G1. Yeah. I think he's been on fire in AEW. I think he's had a great, great year.
0: This year, this year alone, he nearly had a feud with Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we got Dark Order versus Jungle Express. Jurassic uh, Express. What did I say, Joe? That's the band. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the 90s hip-hop act. Uh, I, I've just written here, I do like the Dark Order. They've they've grown on me massively, mm-hmm. particularly mostly because of Stu Grayson.
1: Just Grayson now. Just Grayson. He's lost his name. He uh, d- he, uh, WWE.
0: Uh, it's very WWE.
1: A- they, they, and they referenced to it in the commentary. It said, like, he's a man who's lost his first name.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't like the minions. Mm-hmm. I think the minions... Cheap are, in the okay. act. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then out come Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt for the Jurassic Express lineup, And Stunt's wearing the Luchasaurus mask. He he gets on Jungle Boy's back, which is yeah. a nice flip-round of Jungle Boy getting on Luchasaurus' back. Of course, Luchasaurus unfortunately got injured just for be- the first week, wasn't it? Well, it
1: was the second week, because it second was when they week. were going to start the tag title tournament. It was yes. like second or third week, or whatever it was. But it was just before their tag tournament <clears throat> title match against the Lucha Brothers. Mm. And it like totally sucked for for Luchasaurus because he got so massively over at Double or Nothing in the Casino Battle Royale and then just became one of the most consistent. He just got more and more over as time went on when AEW were doing these shows to the point where him and Jungle Boy became like they're one of the biggest tag acts they've got in this company now. And they've got I think they had the biggest selling T-shirt as well. It just felt like this was their moment. And I think had Luchasaurus not got injured, they might have got further in the tournament. Oh, I totally think so. Yeah. Even though they were up against the Lucha Brothers in the yeah. first round.
0: Uh, I, with that With that gimmick, which is just, I can't believe no one's done that gimmick before. Yeah. You're always going to be over. Add to that, he looks amazing. He's so tall and just muscular. And he's a really good wrestler.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought you are going to say he's a really good-looking dude because he is a handsome dude underneath that mask. He is a handsome dude. It's He is... And, you know, I'm trying not to do this too much in the show. If he'd gone to WWE, because he's so handsome, they're like, take the mask off. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you need to get rid of that mask and get rid of the dinosaur thing and just be... Do you know what you need? Some suspenders and a little hat. Oh, yes. Giving you the Andrade push. Yeah.
0: So... uh but the match gets going uh, marco Stunt the, the commentary team bring up how some people have taken against marco stump being allowed to appear on a <laughs> wrestling show because he is a very short person yeah he's like 4 foot nothing yeah. uh and i showed my lady partner this match because mm-hmm. i was curious to get her take interesting and, and i was like what what do you think and unfortunately stunt wasn't very good here i thought no didn't have a, the a best lo- night a, a, quite a few botches like right from the get go as well mm. uh, but I, I think I, he, he's he's very empathetic and as long as he's not genuinely overpowering people larger than him and he works around the speed and quickness yeah I I don't mind it um, it's not my hill to die on no. <laughs> uh, but the my lady partner watched him did, didn't care just didn't care. It just didn't care.
1: <laughs> it really is a wrestling thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a wrestling fan thing. It's the people. It's the same people that take against Kevin Owens mm. because he doesn't look like a wrestler. Yeah, you can't push him as a main eventer. He wrestles in basketball shorts.
0: You can't push him. Um. Just, so yeah, he doesn't look like <laughs> Batista. The more fast-paced stuff and the double-team stuff with Jungle Boy was was better for stunts. He, he sort of came yeah. into his own there. Uh, nice swan, Tom from Evil Uno.
1: Yeah, nice one. And I really liked uh, Grayson's one to the outside. Mm. It was like the Eddie Guerrero sort of like slingshot sent on, but doing it to the outside of the apron. And actually, I know you're not keen (sighs) on the the minions. I did like them all line up alongside Grayson to do the hand thing. I thought that was a really nice touch.
0: Um, But stunts worked over for the majority. Jungle Boy gets a really good uh, hot tag. and Huge pop for Jungle Boy. Uh, Slightly botched finish. But it ends with the Dark Order beating stunt.
1: Yeah, they hit the, uh, the the fatality for the win, which is a cool move, actually.
0: And then uh, Evil Uno gets on the mic. Yeah, and
1: it's this is the weird thing about uh, Dark Order, need to call it the Super Smash Bros. then. I always figured Grayson's the leader, even hmm. though it's Uno who's the one that sat in the throne. Oh, really? I always it, and it might just be because when I saw Uno, I was like, he's probably not going to be talking. And it's going to be Grayson's going to be the one mm. to do the, the talking. And then when Una cut the promo, I was like, oh, of course he's the leader. He sits in the bloody throne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've I'm, I'm an I'm an <laughs> idiot. I'm a classic idiot for not seeing
0: this. Uh, but he offers Stunt a minion mask. And Stunt nearly takes it as well. The jungle the, Boy gets in. No, and then the Dark Order start beating him down. But then out comes Luchasaurus. The crowd picked up as
1: soon as they were
0: being beaten down
1: crowd started going Luchasaurus and they started chanting for him and I, was I like, thought
0: he was injured for a while. Yeah, they
1: said he was out till January. They yeah. thought he was going to be out till January, but he made his shock <clears throat> return here, just walking down to the ring, just slapping these minions left, right, and center. or the creepers, I think, they are actually really cool. And then at one point, does a, a headbutt as one of them dives at him, oh, headbutts yeah. him out of the air, um, hits a spinning kick to take out three of them at the same that was time, cool. choke slams Grace, and he chokeslams slams one of the creepers onto over the, out of the ring onto a load of other creepers, hit the standing moonsault, and. Jurassic Express then hug in the ring. Like, they all dive in and they all hug him. And I was like, this is absolutely... This is wonderful.
0: This is so sweet because I think one of the... Weirdly, uh, one one of the huge appeals of Luchasaurus isn't just because he's cool. Isn't just because he's got a great look. Isn't just because he's a great wrestler. It's because we are of the Jurassic Park generation. That's true, we are. And the idea of having a dinosaur as a best friend (laughs) is something that resonates with me emotionally, even at this age.
1: I wonder if that's why I got so emotional watching The Good Dinosaur, which is not a good movie. (laughs) Like, it is. It's so fine. It is the biggest three-star fine movie. I was crying Hmm. so much watching that movie. I got so emotional. Was it on a plane? No, no. it It was a press screening,
0: embarrassingly enough. So... I, and I think the crowd really got it. This was so sweet. A fantastic return for Luchasaurus. Great. This was... And it's... Cl- classic pay-per-view cycle begins again. Here's all the returns and big stuff. Just perfect. I loved this. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, thought it was great. Uh, then we got Sean Spears versus Peter Avalon versus Darby Allen. Uh Love Sean's entrance. It's really cool, yeah. yeah. I really like uh, it. Lights out, sitting on the chair with no music. Peter Avalon comes out. He was just there to take a loss, really. The Librarians Act isn't over. Darby comes out to a huge pop.
1: Yeah, this crowd was so... I think the crowd... I don't know if they knew what the match was ahead of time, but I think when they thought... Cause I, and I had this reaction as well. When I thought it was just Sean Spears versus Peter Avalon, I was like, hmm, I'm, yes. I'm, not, I'm not as into this as yeah, much yeah. as I'd like to be. And then as soon as Darby Allen's music hits which, by the way, is a fabulous song. It's on Spotify as well, and it's now on my playlist. Mm. It's such a really good song. As soon as he came out, instantly I was way more into this match. And that was when I was like, I hope it's Darby Allen that answers the Moxley challenge. I really hope it's, it's
0: Allen. Yeah, so I, d- I didn't see this coming. Uh, Janela comes down to brawl with Spears, so that feud's continuing, it seems. I don't think it needs to. No, it's because it felt
1: like at Full Gear we were setting up to do Janela versus Kip Sabian. Yes. Because Kip and um, Penelope Ford are now an item. Mm. And their promo
0: seemed to be targeting Janela because she was like, why, why be bad when you can be super bad? Yeah. Uh, but it seems the... Well, I've written Sean versus Spears feud's going to go on, but nice. that's wrong. Good note-taking. So then Levy Lev, 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 bait, Blue Pants, uh, tries to swipe Darby's legs, jumps over it. Can and he hits the, Lever Bates? Lever Bates uh, hits the coffin drop for the win. I was like, ah, oh, cool. Yeah, saw that coming. But then he grabs the mic, and that's when I that, – you can see my notes, <laughs> yeah. the whole S-word. <laughs> as soon as he grabbed the mic, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> now, And then he just says, John Moxley – I accept. Oh, yes!
1: So into it. I'm worried. I'm just like, do, do you know what? The only thing that upsets me about this, the only thing I'm disappointed about in all this, <coughs> is it's next week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't want this next week. I want this in four Make weeks. Make me time. wait. Yeah. Make me wait for this. Yeah. Match. I want to see. I want to see some build for this match. I want to see some promo work between these people, <coughs> between these two, to build to that match. That's my only complaint about this is that I'm getting it too soon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh just I I'm I'm nervously excited. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's going to be a bloodbath. Well, Oh actually it's, no, not, it's on TV. It's on right? TV. I don't know how you can do this match. Okay. Well, I'm I'm, I'm very much into it whatever it is. I'm hugely excited. Yeah. What an inspired piece of booking. I don't know how I didn't realize it sooner. <laughs> Uh, then we got Nyla Rose come out. This is the first time we've seen her since she lost in the inaugural Women's Championship match.
1: Apart from um, AEW Dark. Wow. And that felt like that was the other big um, point that they wanted to do on this show was put over how yes. important AEW Dark is and picking up victories there is just as important as picking mm. up victories on Dynamite and on Pay-Per-View because I have seen a few people be like, well, these do- this doesn't make any sense. It's like, ah, but if they've got wins on AEW Dark, which is then set up... Stuff down the line, so I think what AW realizes that we need to try and promote Dark more to get people watching it and see how important it is in terms of this. Because actually, I, I saw um someone because uh, I think the young but I think it was Matt Jackson tweeted out saying like this week's AW Dark is can't miss, and someone tweeted him saying like why is not on Dynamite then? And he replies because we want to make Dark can't miss TV as well. Yeah,
0: which you know if you've got AW Dark, that's been one of the main criticisms since. Dynamite launched, promoted on Dynamite more. Yeah, totally. that's exactly it. Um, my my problem comes a bit further back in the process than that though. We don't need more wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like I I I'm quite baffled that they've this they've launched and gone. Yeah, we need another show. Into a second show. I just I, if it was up to me, why make it hard on yourselves? Just mm. just do Dynamite. But yeah, uh, yeah. So Nyla Rose came out. She squashed a jobber really quickly. Danny Jordan. Danny Jordan. I've just written down Jordan. Uh simple, yeah, yeah,
1: really well, so I thought, I like that they did put over though that Rose has struggled against smaller wrestlers in the past, in particular Riho because she lost the the title yeah. match to her, um but Rose yeah, just killed her and hit the beast bomb for the
0: win. uh then the dozen Battle Royal was announced for next week.
1: we also got an update on uh, Dustin Rhodes mm-hmm. um, he'll be back in a few weeks and they recapped his injury angle, again, setting up furthering the that feud of Dustin versus Jake Hager,
0: yeah, uh, but this dozen Battle Royal, you get a diamond ring. <sighs> I like the medal stuff from last week I don't really what was this medal stuff last week oh so last I week I didn't see last week's sorry, show yeah yeah sorry so um, it was essentially a bronze medal oh wow I was there actually like medals for, for it the, for the tag title uh, I,
1: I know they've done Dark Order versus mm. Private Party because that's how Private Party got into yeah. the uh, title match they got
0: bronze medals yeah it was the oh, bronze okay. medal match. Okay. I really liked that um, I d- it's something that initially sounds naff I'm not but I've got so much faith in this company, by next week I might be like, well, hey, this is great.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal. It's a 12-man battle royal, and the final two will have a match, and at the end of it they win a ring. Maybe it's just because I have zero interest in wearing a ring, apart from my wedding ring. This is the only (sighs) ring I've ever owned in my Life. life. So... Maybe it's just that I don't see the appeal. But then again, if suppose if you're a football fan and the idea of getting a Super Bowl ring, Hall of Fame ring, or a Hall of Fame ring is a big deal, it's just it doesn't really appeal to me. So I'm like Green Lantern. Yeah, well, if it gave you the power of the Green Lantern, I might be in a different position.
0: Uh, then we get Ali. Uh, I think this is a dynamite debut. Yeah.
1: her? Yeah. She. I think she might have. I don't think she has been on Dynamite. No, because she kind of brings that up because they've been saying that she's been getting wins on Dark. Again, pointing over, you know, trying to get over the the importance of that. And by getting those wins on Dark, that's been climbing her in the power rankings. And she now wants to transition her wins from Dark onto Dynamite. Got off to a bad start here because she got completely wiped out by Awesome Kong.
0: Yeah, Awesome Kong did the thing she did on the... Uh... Full gear, the fully loaded uh, pre-show where she comes out with Brandy Rhodes, chops off a bit of Ally's hair, puts it in her belt. Ali's number four in the power rankings, yes. apparently. This was a bad week for the women's division. I, I, you know, the Nyla Rose stuff was fine. It's a squash match. She's back on TV. I wasn't really emotionally invested in it at all. And Ali, I was like, "Oh, you're number four in the power rankings. I haven't seen you for a while because you're not watching AEW Dark." And man. then, and then the awesome Kong Brandy Road stuff, which I just doesn't do anything for me. Okay, that's interesting. And, and it was all like, you know, it was all for for a promotion. It's like, look at our amazing women's division. I think, boom, yeah,
1: boom, boom. I think you put it on a podcast recently, <coughs> and I completely agree with you where you said the women's division is currently lip service. Yeah. And I think that nothing highlights that more than the fact that the first pay per view women's defense was against Emi Sakura, who had had two two TV appearances, one of which was a tag loss where she took the pinfall, and then she was getting wins on Dark to set up a win that she got on TV, you know, three days before the the show aired. I don't think, and as much as Emi Sakura is great, and, you know, there's a lot of history between her, her and Riho, there was zero build to it. Yeah. I it's mean a- I I will say at least there was at least there's some build now. You know, we're we're getting us <laughs> we're getting a storyline in the women's division and that's good.
0: I I just think that it's it's a women's division pulled in two directions. You've got what Omega wants to do with all the Joshi wrestlers and you've got what Brandy Rhodes wants to do which is voodoo stories with awesome cars. Is
1: it a voodoo thing? I don't know. The,
0: the, it certainly harkened back to that with the taking of the hair and the, the VTs that ran beforehand. And okay, okay.
1: Okay. Well, I didn't see. I haven't seen the the VTs that they <clears throat> because I think the VT started while I was away. Yeah. For Awesome Kong and Brandy Rose. The, so, the the last Brandy Rose thing I saw was the one where she interviewed the in, uh, the interviewer. And yes. out. So, I'm, I'm yes, pointing so the, the week after that. These right. VT's okay.
0: Again. I the women's division just it's like I, I like Rio matches. I like Jamie Hater. I just, everything else is a bit. Lackluster,
1: unfortunately. Well, yeah, I mean, I I said this in the full gear review as well. I was actually really disappointed in AEW's build of mm. B Priestley versus Britt Baker. Yeah. Considering that that started at like Fighter Fest and you had so much kind of story to build up from there. And then to build into, uh, they did it all out where, you know, B Priestley cost her the casino battle royale. And then nothing was done on TV. Absolutely mm. little for it was done on TV. And then they just had a match that was on the pre show. I thought what a waste of time
0: so after this however after like a, it, w- it wasn't the best after the Darby Allen stuff it was like quite a, a pretty not rubbish 20 minutes but a flat 20 minutes but then out comes Le Champion he comes out he cuts an in-ring promo he's the greatest of all time baby he wants the thank yous from the people that matter not you assholes in Nashville Yep. lovely stuff because he had to he had to turn the crowd against him yeah uh, and then the lights cut out and you're like Here's Cody. It's the Cody entrance. I love Cody's entrance as well. It's like the Darth Vader. I always think of Darth Vader. Yeah, the Darth Vader. Yeah. That opens up. Yeah. And it's MJF. I... That son of a bitch.
1: I got worked here.
0: I got worked.
1: (laughs) I totally got worked here because I was like, (gasps) Cody's coming out. Cody's going to come out and he's going to be the bigger man and he's going to say... You know, I lost. I'm not going to challenge this belt again. They're going to have this, and that's going to be the start of Cody's next storyline. And when MJF was standing there, and the crowd, when they realised, nuclear levels of hate. MJF is he is pure heel. Mm. He is what Sammy Callahan was last year. Remember Sammy Call- like 2018? Oh, Sammy Callahan, Tommaso Ciampa, 2018 Tommaso Champa, of just like, yeah. I'm not cheering you because you're cool. I'm booing you because I. Don't like you, and that is what MJF gets. This crowd do not like MJF, mm. and this internet critic here <laughs> does not like MJF as a character. As a character, well, actually no, because I interviewed him as well. He was a dick to me. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it, it was fantastic. Uh, the only thing it could have done with, in my opinion, is a record scratch.
1: <laughs> do you know my favorite part of this though? I'm here to show the world. It's because it's not like MJF's music starts playing. It's still Cody's song, yeah. like it's still his American Nightmare song, and he starts doing the Cody entrance. Uh-huh. He gets to the end of the road, so go, oh, come on, yeah, like yeah. pulling a stupid face, and it made me go like, "That's an important entrance to me." I know, you
0: dick. He oh, it worked. It's brilliant heel work. And it's it cuts, so good. It cuts to individual people in the crowd. This guy just goes, "Boo!" <laughs> yeah. Usually, I hate. These isolated shots to single people in the crowd, and I think AEW need to stop it fast. It's a it's a Kevin Dunnism that has no place in a serious wrestling show. Agreed. Uh, but they did it, they hit a few winners here.
1: Well, this is it. It's and this, the crowd reaction shots is you bat a hundred and you hit two. Yeah. But and there's all and there's ninety-eight that are are on their rubbish. Phones. <laughs> yeah, they're on their phones, not reacting the way you want. But when you do get those two, you're like, oh, actually. Yeah, some of those, those were really good. Miz Girl, mm-hmm. like, that's a winner. Undertaker guy. Undertaker guy, that's a winner.
0: And then it's like, everything else is bad. The guy <laughs> cheering when Roman Reigns said he was going to quit or something. Yeah. Uh, so, MJF, this this is where my... So, I I loved the Cody-Jericho match. My problem with it was MJF throws in the towel... And I felt like that towel spot wasn't built up enough.
1: Me and Simon said the same thing on our review. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think as soon as Cody takes that bump on the ramp, I know you, it, that was apparently a butch. I'm quite surprised it was a butch. I thought it was totally planned. Uh, that From that moment on, you should be holding the towel Completely, like yeah. every time Cody's in a submission or just looking on the ropes, yeah. which was a lot. Um, so when it just MJFs on the apron, throws in a towel out of nowhere... But then he turned heel on Cody in in the post-match angle. And I thought, well, you should have really had the towel as a feature more to make it more dramatic and not just like this deus ex machina that comes at the end. But MJF was always going to turn on him. The point wasn't that he was trying to protect Cody. But in MJF's promo here, he said that he did throw in the towel to protect Cody.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, so he says that uh, people don't like him because he threw the towel at him, but he did it because he was saving Cody's career. And I thought, actually, I, I, I do think this is quite nice, really, because he talks about how Cody is the real villain and how Cody is trying to make him seem like the bad yeah. guy in all of this, when actually MJF was doing not the right thing by Cody, but like, I've added years to your career. So really, you should be thanking me yeah. for what I did as opposed to trying to paint me as the
0: bad guy here. I guess, yeah. I I was just a bit confused. I didn't yeah. think it was the neatest told story. It's not the neatest told story. That's super nitpicky, by the way. Yeah, but it's still very good on a WrestleTalk video. But I'm for me,
1: yeah. No, and, and and really for me, it's like I've I've got to sort of like it's only really through this sort of discussion period that I'm working out that rationale mm. where, again to kind of highlight this wasn't the best told narrative of the promo. Yeah, but it's only now we're sort of talking about sort of, I'm like,
0: oh, okay, right now I'm connecting the dots here. And I think that is because. While the turn was great, I think the stuff around the turn at full gear was just... Something was off. Uh, but that's not to so say I didn't enjoy it. I just thought it wasn't 100% and so much stuff that uh, AEW it sounds like you hate it. <laughs> it is. Uh, but from that point onwards, apart from a few repetitive gags, this whole segment was brilliant. MJF. And we haven't really had a chance to see him in full MJF mode on Dynamite because he's been serving as Cody's second. This was, he's incredible. Yeah. This, what I loved about this segment
1: is that when it's all said and done and you kind of like, you can look back on it in hindsight, this was two heels who in the back, in my sort of like kayfabe imaginary world, had gone the back and be like, do you know what would be really funny tonight? If we go out there and we pretend like we don't like each other, but we just do it because we don't like Cody. Yeah. And so we can do the big reveal at the end where we go, Cody Rhodes is rubbish. And that's it. And like that was their mentality. As these heels, they're yucking it up backstage and be yeah. like, we're going to work every single one of these dickheads <laughs> out there. And it's going to be so much fun. And we as heels, chuck, yuck, yuck, we're going to have a fun old time doing it. And I loved it. And it was so, I thought it was just these two heels going out there to work a crowd in a kayfabe world.
0: And just 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 for their own amusement, hugely entertaining, very very funny. I haven't seen anyone else say this though, so forgive me if I'm repeating stuff. This is totally what Jericho and Owens did in that famous Roman Reigns promo. Do you remember that, yes. that they tease that they're gonna break up for ages? A, I think it's a it highlight is. reel. Yeah, I think it pretty much is like, was. No, you're what's wrong with this company. No, you're what's wrong with this company. Go back. All right, we're gonna say what we really think, like blah yeah. blah blah. Roman Reigns, Reigns sucks or something like That's that. That's exactly it. Uh, so I, I, I'm not saying it was bad.
1: And it's the exact same rationale yeah, there, yeah. It was just these two heels gone like let's go out there and work everyone. And then and they, they hug be, afterwards. Yeah. Uh,
0: but what <clears throat> MJF did here was he he's he's reason behind turning on Cody was that I and I think he believes this as a heel, mm-hmm. is that Cody took him as a puppet. Cody's a sociopath. Cody only wants like to to control uh, MJF when MJF is better than Cody. He's he's tried to keep him under his thumb but his thumb wasn't big enough. Yeah. Which is a really nice really line. line yeah. And he'll be the new face of AEW. He says all this while Jericho is in the same ring as him. And that's what creates the conflict of MJF being like, I'm gonna be the big face, and like, well, the champion is right there, and he calls the inner circle the inner circle cir- jerk, <laughs> nice.
1: and then said, sorry,
0: Freudian slip. Yeah, and uh, which is a really nice joke at his expense. it's yeah. very well done, and it was it was weird. It was like seeing. A version, an alternate universe version of Jericho. This just was in a different scarf, it was Looper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it
1: was. <laughs> so it was because um, Jericho said, We've got a lot in common, both good looking guys, we both like scarves, we're both from New York, even though obviously Jericho's from Canada. Yeah, I like that yeah. line. Yeah. And uh, and then said, he goes, it really feels like your parents got jiggy after watching me beat up Hoover 2 Guerrero on WCW <laughs> Saturday night. Then nine months later, your jackass was born. And FJM looks really annoyed. And then he goes, I don't know who Hoover 2 Guerrero is. Yeah.
0: Wasn't there a Hoovy chart as Yeah, well? a Hoovy chart. That was Tony, a fantastic joke. Tony Schiavone laughed and then said, <laughs> sorry, I had to laugh. <laughs> um, just Yeah, Jericho. Jericho was so good here. As was MJF. And they're just going back and forth about uh, Jer- Jericho, MJF saying, I've heard you want me to join the inner circle. And Jericho's saying, I've heard you want to join the inner circle. And they do that. Uh, it didn't didn't quite work comedically, which is a shame because it totally works on paper. Mm. I just thought it didn't. Yeah. It didn't work in front of the live crowd. And that's what built into Cody's. Yeah, the- who's the
1: biggest jackass in this company? And they both say Cody Rhodes and they hug. And Cody comes out. Brilliant pop for Cody as yeah. he comes out. Agents are being like, no, no, because you are also not cleared to wrestle at the moment. And he's got the big sort of stitches and the yeah. big gross cut in his head. But he rushes to the ring, goes after both of them, hits power slams on them. And then who should debut but Statler and Wardlow debuts? I've been can-
0: calling him Wardlow Salad. <laughs> he's much bigger than a salad.
1: Yeah. Uh, he makes his debut. Crowd weren't, I don't think they knew who it was. No. And it's funny because they said like I think it was Shivani said, We've seen hype packages for him for months. And I said, We've seen two <laughs> hype packages. What it was it all out? And then he That's was never words. mentioned again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they were like, Oh, he's still coming. Yeah. And then we haven't had anything for a couple of weeks again either.
0: It wasn't the most effective debut. No one knew who he was, but MJF has a second and they got the heat back at the end because the visual was so good. Wardo Wardlow. 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 Wardrobe. Wardrobe. Throws he's built like one. <laughs> throws Cody over the top rope and sort of chokes him by his tie, which is a nice sort of hanging hanging visual. Yeah. And then MJF and ward, wardrobe walk out. Yeah. <clears throat> so I- so MJF hasn't sided with the inner circle. No. That I think that's just even though they hugged and everything, I think it's just heels being heels, like you said. This was terrific.
1: Yeah, uh, I liked um, MJF uh, on Twitter said sorry if you got choked up tonight, Cody. <laughs> also, really nice um, visually for the, um, the 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 this beatdown, this Wardlow beatdown is that Cody's wounds was reopened where he got Whoa. the stitches. It it, it reopened. So he was bleeding from the eye again, and I was like, that's just that's really nice because that's Cody being a hothead and being mm. like, no, I I know I'm not cleared to wrestle, but I really want to go out there and beat them, and in the process is effectively. Probably added another week onto him not being clear yeah. to wrestle again, and I, I think that's there's something you might be able to work with from there.
0: Cody's acting as well. He he came out kind of, he he looked concussed, and I'm like, is he concussed from the emotional shock of MJF turning on him, or or the the bad bump he took? Well, you
1: do get uh, bad concussions from kicks in the balls. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: that's where so, everyone's brain is. well, there was the dive I into know. the centre of the earth. <laughs> so after this was Hangman Page versus Pack. Which is like the fourth match, I think they. It's had, the fourth match. If yeah. you include the WrestleGate match. Uh,
1: yes, it is. Yeah, because there was the WrestleGate one, then there was the first episode of Dynamite.
0: There was one at all? No, what? There was no, of course, because Paige was. Yeah. So it
1: was WrestleGate, first episode of Dynamite, Full Gear, and then this yeah. one. And because the first one was a draw, um, effectively it was a no contest, and then Pack won on the episode, first debut of uh, the debut episode of Dynamite. Page won at Full Gear. This was the rubber match, mm. the actual rubber match, even though they kept calling the match at Full Gear the rubber match. This was the actual rubber match.
0: Well, I guess did they do they count the WrestleGate one as canon? I think no, not as canon, but th- they, as, as sanctioned. They
1: did at Full Gear, okay. and are <clears throat> now appearing not
0: to. <laughs> we'll see where that goes, but I, I because they've wrestled quite a bit already. Uh, they can just go straight into the big moves. Yes. This this was a Paul Heyman book match. <laughs> yeah. It, from from the very first moment, Pac hits this huge moonsault, the page moonsault to the outside. Nice
1: touch in that. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, and it was it was just because you've got so much stuff to work with, pre existing spots. They beautifully wove that into the narrative of this match, where there was one point where they're outside, they're by the chair in the corner. Why is that chair always there? Pac's gonna hit the brain buster on it. Oh no, Paige, suplex, right into the ground. Yeah, he
1: has a brain buster instead. They did a lot of like the repeats, not repeat spots, but callback spots. Yes. They went to do the 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 distracting of the referee, the low blow, but he caught him. But this time Pack was ready for him to catch it, so he could capitalise yeah, on yeah. that. Some really, really nice stuff on this. I actually Simon and I talked about this in on a four gear review. I loved the full gear match so much, and I and I said it was the best <coughs> match these two have had in their series. I agree. I didn't want to see it again. Like I, it, I could have, you know, moved on and, and gone to see other things, but I actually thought this was really, really great. And Pac getting the win and establishing that he won the series, mm. I think is put a really nice full stop on it. And I want and I'm interested to see where these two go next.
0: Best of seven tag team. Uh, yeah, so I mean, oh yeah, team. I mean, you could, oh yeah, just no, tagging. No, no. together. I'm only kidding. Uh, the uh, I loved the finish as well. Uh, Wrestling Observer Radio said they found the finish a bit like odd. I thought it was wicked. It was just, and um, because there was, a, uh, where, where did it get to? There was a huge buckshot lariat from yeah for an Page, and then they get back in the ring, uh, and then Pack sort of uses where the referee is to just put Page a little bit off his footing, and then he hits one kick to the head. It was like a pump pumper kick wasn't it yeah, a that's bicycle it, yeah. kick. and then another and then pages down on the ground he looks knocked out Pack runs down just starts stomping on his head
1: the commentators put over that this didn't need the black arrow and the brutalizer. They said he, he's he been out since that kick.
0: Yeah, they were saying the referee should stop it. I love knockout finishes. I don't, I don't, it's such a big impactful way to end a match. I don't know why wrestling doesn't do it more.
1: Yes, but he kept going back and stamping yeah. on the head. The referee would pull him off, and you were like, no, I'm just going to go around, just start stamping on the head again. Eventually goes up, hits the black arrow to the back. Paige hasn't moved. And then just locks in the brutalizer. Page has been out yeah. for some time at this point, and the ref's just like,
0: "Okay, now I'm going to call it." An inqu- Tony Khan better have an inquiry into that referee. If that was, an, uh, if that was UFC, that'd yeah. be like everyone would be up in uproar. Why yeah. didn't you finish the match? <laughs> uh, I I love this finish. I thought it was really uh, good, and just that the 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 viciousness of going from the black arrow straight into the Brutalizer when the guy's already knocked out and there was this really really good Excalibur line I think it was Shivani says "He's he, he wins the match he wins the series are you happy and Excalibur says he'll never be happy Double-less, yeah. that's that's Pac's character yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, And then very quickly, uh, we'll run through this because we need to get to the Super Chats. And we've got Laurie and Simon, of course, coming in right after this to do NXT. It cuts backstage to a brawl with the Young Bucks and Santana and Ortiz.
1: This feud must continue. And I think they were embarrassed after their win at Full Gear because the Rock and Roll Express came in, did that fantastic Canadian Destroyer and Dive. I'm just gutted we're not getting Santana Ortiz versus the Rock and Roll Express, which is what I thought we were going to get. Um, (laughs) Although, as um, as Simon put it, it's just like, essentially, they need to be Weekend and Burnied (laughs) into all of (laughs) that match. They basically need the young bucks attached to each one of them to be like, and now we're going to go over here. Um, But there was, it was a fun brawl backstage. Um, Ortiz dived off a forklift and then him and Nick Jackson were fighting and he throws Nick Jackson into a toilet and Orange Cassidy is just standing there, and he doesn't move. The crowd pop massively for it, and Ortiz just walks up and just slowly closes mm. the door. Fun bit of comedy.
0: Yeah, really, really nice spot there.
1: Did you, um, did you see the... Because I was watching this through Fight, mm. did, and I don't know if this was on the TNT broadcast. I know they put it online since, but they continued this brawl... Obviously, during the commercial break before they got out into the crowd, there was a point when Ortiz and uh, Matt Jackson, I think it was all might have been Santana and Matt Jackson, were fighting. They fight past John Moxley. Yeah. But John Moxley is just like sat on a crate and just watching the fight and not doing anything. And just like, and like they put it brilliant, it's like, some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah,
0: it was really cool. Nice stuff. Uh, the, so, so then it goes to, to the main stage, and I, I love the sock full of pool balls as a weapon. Yeah. It's sort of the, what's the Ray Winston movie? <laughs> I oh, know where uh, it comes from. Who's who's your daddy?
1: Uh,
0: I, no, I can not remember. Rot, that's Ray Winston movie as well. Oh, my uh, God. It's okay. very early on in his career. But any, he, he takes out Nick's leg with it, the, the leg w- that was injured at full gear. And sexy then, Beast. S- no, it's not Sexy Beast. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. <clears throat> no, it's Scum. Oh, ah, okay. Um, but he... Uh, then one of LAX, can't remember which. Spray paints the bit of the stage with a circle and he puts Matt through it with the power bomb. Random Cutler runs out to stop the Nick beatdown. Ortiz and Santana beat him up as well. Private Party run in to separate all of that because Ortiz and Santana are taking on Private Party next week. And that's when they announce Alan and Mox as well. I I like this beatdown, and I'm a big fan of having a show with, here's a bit of comedy, here's a bit of this, here's a bit of hardcore. But to merge those into the same bit, I d- I felt undermined it slightly. Mm-hmm. Again, super nitpicky stuff. But the Orange Cassidy bit, everything. yeah, <laughs> the Orange Cassidy bit, the dive off of the forklift. I just I never bought into this brawl as a serious brawl.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed this, like you say. Mm. But I'm agree with. I don't think you needed the car, the Orange Cassidy thing. That felt like that was I loved done. The Orange Cassidy, thing. and I loved yeah. it. But it's also jarring with everything else they were doing. Because then you set up to be like, we're putting Matt Jackson through a stage and we are re-injuring Nick Jackson's leg that we were targeting at uh, full gear. Yeah. Sort of then it's undermined when you're like, but I'm I'm just going to talk about the Orange Cassidy thing because that was... Dead funny. And also, I, and actually I did really like, um, when Brandon Cutler came out to fight them off, Santana was like, yeah, yeah, no, fine. We're, we're going to stop this now. Then turn around and go, we lied! Oh, yeah, yeah. and then Hey, they went Brandon. To- <laughs> hey, Brandon, we lied. Uh, and then beat him down. Then Private Party came out. Private Party, big pop for them as well. And they mm. got a chant. I think they've done, this company, this company, have done a great job in getting Private Party over. Oh, yeah. As like, they feel like such a
0: top act. In, in this tag team division. It's almost like you wanted to, to tell that story rather than also do it with Scorpio Sky. Uh, so <laughs> what would you give it overall? It's interesting because this was not my
1: favourite episode of, of AEW Dynamite. This, were, this hadn't reached some of the heights of some episodes have. But that's not to say that it was bad. Hmm. I'd almost say it was low. Aew, some so low four out of five. A low, well, no, no yes, a low four out of five.
0: Yeah, I'll or, give it four out of five. Solidly, I think yeah. the uh, some of the stuff in here was excellent. Uh, So let's get on to your Super Chats. Pavi let Andy out of his cage. I think AEW are just trying to use Jericho, the older and more known wrestler, to get other not-so-much-known wrestlers over. Welcome back, Luke Hart of of Motocom.
1: Thank you very much, Pavi. Uh, Andy is being stuck in his cage, though. (laughs) Um, I I, I agree, completely agree.
0: And then uh, from Pavi again, hey Oli, didn't you complain when WWE put the belt on already established wrestlers instead of making a new superstar? How much are those WWE checks, Oli? Oh well,
1: well, wellicky, wellicky, wellicky. Switched allegiances.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying that I, I I feel like AEW have gone too fa- far I the other way. I booked
1: myself a better storyline, and now I'm upset that this company are not doing it.
0: it should be Pentagon Junior. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go over to M. On the subject of MJF, Tim Arndt, MJF is someone who seemingly loved Cody more than anyone else in the world. Who else does that (laughs) sound like? Ollie, to turn on Cody, confirmed. (gasps) Never. He is my brother. uh, Kevin. The moment MJF and Chris said Cody and then hugged, I was in tears thinking about Team Kevin and Chris. I loved every second of it. Yeah, we've mentioned that one as well. Flint Mech, MJF and Jericho were magic in the ring together, but I really don't want MJF to join the inner circle. He has way more mileage by himself.
1: I think you're in luck then, because I don't think he's joining the inner circle. Yeah,
0: he's, he's got his
1: own little heel act with wardrobe. Wardrobe. Uh, on the subject of John Moxley, Zucchini is squash, uh, says Moxley and Alan had a match already.
0: Yes, they had the unsanctioned match. Did they? When? At one of the pay-per-views. That was against Janella. Am I getting my hardcore wrestlers mixed up? You are. You, 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 uh, you carry on. Let's we'll see if I can
1: find it. Uh, Voice of Jamie with a very generous donation that says, uh, Love your content, lads. I think Moxley is brilliant, but could Jimmy Havoc beat the psychopath? I, uh, I'd i really like <laughs> to see uh, uh, Jimmy um, get used more in, in AEW as well. But again, this feels like... The, uh, This company are taking their time in picking which stars they're going to be pushing for. So, like at the moment, if like there appears their focus is on Darby Allen, maybe even Luchasaurus, Scorpio Sky, Private Party, Sammy. We're like, we'll build those up there. Then it starts on your next crop of people, and and Jimmy is going to be part of that crop.
0: So the only one I can find is an Allen versus Moxie match. I do remember this now, back in June. Not for all. all elite wrestling, but for new. Ah, right, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, Northeast wrestling, yeah, Northeast wrestling. Okay, so Brought it wasn't an AEW, it was yes. Uh. Uh, AEW mis- <laughs> uh, miscellaneous. Uh, it's quite an a um, uh, New Punk Rants says, forget the MJF heel turn. What about the Omega turn? He's going to go heel. AEW needs the cleaner, Ooh. and I'm here for it. Heel Omega is phenomenal. BBM.
0: Well, yeah, I, I I much prefer Heel Omega, yeah. Uh but he's he's impossible not to cheer when he's Heel Omega, so what is he? Is he a yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I I don't think he'll turn heel soon though. Nathan,
1: the Alpha of Vela says, but what uh, but what about the or what if? Never mind your rights.
0: I think that's agreeing with my logic of <laughs> Pentagon Junior.
1: <laughs> Jose Quinde says, Imagine pay per view is on Chinese New Year for OWE.
0: Um, that would imply them doing a, a show out in China. I, Tony Khan has said their first market they're going to focus on is the UK. Yeah, apparently so. we're going to
1: be doing um, a UK show, or UK shows next year. He said um, in the, hilariously actually, in the post show media scrum, he said that they want to do shows in Canada and London. Like, so, yes. not the UK, <laughs> just specifically London. Uh, The real YT says, uh, no $50 is a lot for forks on a fixed income. A lot of random ass comments. I don't
0: know what that means. Yeah. Uh,
1: Dwayne Cooley says, uh, though PNP and the Young Bugs should be serious and has had way too much comedy, I busted out laughing when Orange Cassidy was using the bathroom. I know how to use the bathroom now. Joy emoji. See, we sideways.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just standing up.
1: Uh, Dan Sky says, "Now that Cody will apparently never be AEW champion, do you think the same will be true of the Bucks and Kenny as well?" It's from Dan Van Sky. So this is the interesting <clears throat> point that Dan Van Sky. that AEW don't want to do a TNA mm. and have the people who are booking the company winning the belts and all of their mates winning belts you know essentially what Hogan likes to do when yeah. Hogan is in charge he's like oh, I'm just going to bring all my mates in and I think they're all going to win all the belts and we're going to have all the money and there's going to be a grand old time and Jarrett did that a lot he was champion forever in the early mm. days of TNA, even though he wasn't the most over heel um, and AEW have gone in the complete opposite direction of just like we're never winning any yeah. of the belts I think Kenny
0: will though yes I, I think it's a matter of and I think time and the Bucks will too because that Kenny Jericho feud is, has got so much history behind it that would make sense
1: New Punk Rant says to be fair it took like 40 years for WWE to have a good women's division at least AEW has good talent the rest will work itself out it'll get better
0: yes but AEW's problem there is that they, they were very vocal about how they're gonna you know it's, it's one thing to to not say any of that and then just slowly start building it up and everyone's like man they're doing a good job with the women's division but to set the expectation of we're gonna have the best women's division in the world when you kind of know that wwe have already signed everyone yeah is a little i mean i i, I i'm imagining it's optimistic but it was misguided optimism on their part
1: I don't think the problem with AEW's women's division is the talent. Mm. The problem is that they're not in any engaging storylines. There's that as well. Yeah. That's where AEW women's division is completely falling down. Uh, Paul Driver Gaming said, "I've loved almost everything about AEW so far, minus the many lights out moments before people's entrances. It feels to be repetitive."
0: I yeah, because you've got it for Cody, you've got it for Sean Spears. Sean, Sean always gets me. Like I think someone, something bigger is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Huel DDA says AEW Duck is
1: genius there's a huge international wrestling fan base out there and won't have access to traditional TV why wouldn't you create a show they can see uh, especially if you don't even have to book
0: a separate venue well thank you very much for your generous uh, super chat there I, I would argue that just make Dynamite available for them then you, you can get it on Fight everywhere pretty much mm-hmm. uh, and if those other markets are so much of a, a desire you put End up on YouTube, geolock to those regions. Uh,
1: Anton H. says, MGF plus wardrobe equals Jericho <laughs> plus Jake
0: Hager, Control-C,
1: Control-V. A little That's bit. Can,
0: yeah, a little bit. I can see that, yeah. But uh, maybe that will be a funny standoff <laughs> moment with the Spider-Man. Movie, <laughs> yeah. Especially if Jericho's got a scarf on, too. Uh, Job
1: JJ 496 Ollie Davis' number one fan, says, <laughs> Loved how XLAX targeted Nick's legs and put Mac through the stage, targeting his back, yeah. the Young Bucks selling, well, I never.
0: <laughs> we... We know they're actually very good at saying. Uh, And just to finish off, some WWE and WrestleTalk miscellaneous. The crowd for Gaza versus Leo was absolutely amazing. That was the opening match for this week's NXT. Apparently it was an absolute corker. And
1: that uh, full cell crowd is always hot.
0: Um, And on WrestleTalk, Andrew A, level your intro and podcast levels. It's too loud.
1: Is that the intro chat or the music itself?
0: It was. That was. I forgot to feed this back to you, actually. That was one of the things that podcast music intro mm. is both too long and too loud. It's apparently.
1: actually uh, feedback I'd already uh, uh, given myself. Excellent. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I'm already on that. I've been on it for, uh, for a while there now.
0: There we go. Uh, and Dan Walinsky, Ollie Turn Clap, 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 clap. Ready, Steamboat. <laughs> I'm the forever baby face. Uh, so thank you very much for all of those wonderful super chats. <laughs>
1: Delay it on me. Tell me all about your trip to Amsterdam.
0: Well And all it was, the dicks you saw. Yeah, I uh, I massively overestimated my own tolerance to marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. what
1: happened. Is that the title of your autobiography? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and other stories. <laughs> um, so we got there. Uh And and, uh, we we checked in Oh my god I was the subject of a theft What? Within an hour of arriving in Amsterdam No way What happened? We get to the hostel They say Your room's not ready yet There's a steak restaurant down the road Go and have lunch and a few beers there Put your luggage downstairs Here's the key to the luggage room They give you a a key Which is hilariously attached to a giant clog Mm In a wooden Germanic shoe And we go downstairs We put our stuff It's with loads of other people's stuff And then it locks and Then we go away. We have our beers, and well, actually, I had wine. It's my first Fancy. mistake. <laughs> uh, and then we came back, and we open up that the, the door to get that stuff out. Everyone gets their stuff out. Graham, who had his jumper—a very nice jumper, one of my favourite of his jumpers—I've always coveted it. I've always thought, if I see that jumper, I'm going to buy it and have the time when I wear it around him, so he doesn't know I bought that jumper. It was gone. Oh, no. In this circle of trust zone. I'm like, man, that's a shame. And everyone else is taking the mick out of him. Like, I like that jumper, man. I feel on you. Know, the, on the upside, you can now get that <laughs> jumper. You don't even have to work it around uh, yeah. him wearing it. Silver lining. I didn't bring that up at the time. Because <laughs> he was genuinely quite sad. We go up to the room and we start unpacking. We've got to be out sharpish because we'd already massively delayed, excuse me, <clears throat> for our escape room, that was the first thing on the agenda. Nice. And we wanted to go to a coffee shop beforehand because the idea of doing an escape room inebriated was hugely appealing to us. Mm-hmm. Mistakenly so, in the end. Uh, that was our second mistake. <laughs> uh, and I open my bag, and the Kindle is there. <gasps> the headphones are there. Okay. My shoes are there. All my toiletries are there. You know, various expensive things are there that you would expect to be nicked. And all of the clothes were still neatly folded. But my really nice green Farrah t-shirt and my really nice blue coloured Farrah trousers were gone. Now, did you just not pack them? Well, that's my first thought. I'm like, I know I packed them, but... I'm also aware of the human memory's fallibility. Exactly. So and I, stuff is
1: all neatly folded. The Kindle, the
0: headphones exactly. are all there. So I text Anna and I said, this, is the stuff, you know, did I leave it somewhere? She says, it's not here. And then ev- everyone's telling me, you're going crazy. You're trying to get on Graham's bandwagon, who's genuinely <laughs> lost, had his, t- had his jumper stolen. I'm like, no, guys, I sit and they're like, you shut up. <laughs> You're being like a what do they call it? Uh, crisis oh, actor,
1: yeah, or you're, <laughs> you're
0: being an uh,
1: an emotional vampire, yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, and but no, a sympathy, a
1: sympathy vampire, like from um, what we do in the Shadow yeah. of the TV series.
0: No, they were st- they, they have genuinely been <laughs> stolen, and I'm I'm annoyed, I'm upset because I like those items of clothing, but I'm also overall I'm just confused, I'm just confused. That is a confusing bit of theft, yeah, I think. Some backpackers probably had, probably Americans Mm. or Australians. They're terrible for it, I reckon. Had a game where they're like, let's go out tonight in someone else's clothes. Oh, yeah. And they just rummage through everyone's bags. I'm going to wear this, I'm going to wear that. I can easily get hold of this jumper. There's a bag next to it. Here's a nice green top and some blue trousers. Anyway, I'm going to have to buy those again because I really like them. Uh, But then we quickly go to a coffee shop, which for everyone who's not aware, that is where you can legally smoke. Not legally. So I looked this up and I, yeah, it's it's very complex legally. You're right. It's not legal, but it's also not illegal.
1: No, it is. From what I understand, it is, it's not legal to do it. But you're right. Actually, I don't think it. I think it's illegal to s-
0: sell it. I don't know. But it
1: basically, the, the the broad line is that the Dutch government just turn a blind eye to mm. it because it's very good for tourism. In the same way that sex work is also not legal within Amsterdam. Right. But again, it's
0: just they it just didn't stop you. They did it.
1: Turn a blind eye to it. Well, I've got to earn money somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and we get in there, and there's six of us. We, well, you know, I, I'm not an experienced smoker in any stretch of the imagination. But so, you're so cool. I know. And smoking is for it. cool people, right? You'd expect I would be, but I haven't got that natural <laughs> ability. So we go to the the table, and smoking is not for cool people as well. Just a. It was a, a sarcastic remark. Yes. As WWE did you know facts keep telling us exactly. Hey kids, don't smoke. By the way, Charlotte Flair's a 16 <laughs> like gonna be a 16-time world champion.
1: How are those two related?
0: So we go up there and there's a chain called Bulldog. Yes, I know it. Yes. Yeah. So it's everywhere. There's loads of them. There's three on one street. It's kind of the Starbucks of selling weed in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Illegally on on illegally. Yeah. They have a very clear strength chart. One paw because it's called Bulldog is is like the weakest. Five is the strongest. This one had nothing like that. And everyone there seemed to be stoned anyway, behind the bar, in front of the bar. So when we asked them, hey, what's the weakest uh, sateva strain? Because there's two strains. Mm. One makes you alert, which would be good for the escape escape room. room, The other one makes you sleepy and kind of confused. What's the weakest one of those? And they went, "Um, probably this one. Uh oh. And we're like, Okay, cool. Uh, one joint of those, please. Yeah. I sit down, and my mate comes back with two, and he's like, "We've got forty minutes. There's six of us. We can just chill on these." Two. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Did the first one. I was like, "This is this is fun. This is this is what I remember." A you need fun to be time. Like. Yeah. I feel alert. I feel a little bit dizzy, but it's all okay. I'm looking forward to doing the escape room. Then the second one came out. Uh oh. And I took one puff, and I was gone. <laughs> gone where? I was just gone. As soon as I inhaled it, my mind was like... <gasps> <sighs> like, you know that shot in Jaws? I thought, I thought you could say, like
1: in Doctor Strange, when the ancient one okay. like, hits him. Goes, yes, Psh! also like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also like that. But he kept on falling and just fell asleep. Oh, That's no, you fell le- asleep. No, I didn't, but I was like... I, oh my God, and I got super like, oh no, everyone knows, and I'm not going to be able to do the escape room properly, and I'm going to let everyone down. Oh no, that's a bad spiral. And it turns out, because this happened to my two other mates as well, and then we just stopped smoking it, I need to, remember, I only took one puff of -hmm. that. He had gotten another one. He had gotten... He, he just... Like, apparently the guy behind the counter just said, oh, and you might as well try the mixed one as well. I'm like, okay. You might as well. It's just a mix. It's just a mix of all of the stuff they have. Probably the dregs. Oh, oh yeah, that does sound so like... So not yeah. only have you got this really dirty like high...
1: Cadbury's mishap ones. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, like, really strong. <laughs> So we go into this escape room after this 20 minute Uber drive where I'm just trying to hold it together and we get in and we've got to sign this waiver form. I can't read it. Someone has to show me twice what to do. And then we get in there, the door locks and I am useless. I'm not helping anyone. Mm-hmm. It's just a room and there's loads of clues hidden around. And I would be in one corner, just look, uh, opening a box, opening a drawer, trying to look for stuff. And I'd be like, guys, there's nothing here. And I'd walk off. And then someone else would go over there five minutes later and say, what are you talking about? There's loads of stuff here. And at one point he picked up this entire map. <laughs> a map that it was in two, three parts, actually. We found the other two parts, put it all together, and everyone's like, you know, it's a really clear map. This is, this is the clue. Yeah. But then my friend who was also similarly hit went, wait a second, and he flipped the map over, and the map was blank on the other side, <laughs> apart from a little scratch that kind of looked like an X. <laughs> and he was like, I think if we line that up with this thing over here, that X is going to tell us something like, that sounds totally like what would happen here yeah. and we keep like that and we didn't know everyone was just watching us like <laughs> what the hell are you doing and we're trying to line it up and one of the other guys just starts shouting at us no the, it's the map it's, on the, it's the map on the other side so we had to flip it it was that That was just a scratch yeah. <laughs> oh mate we anyway that was just uh, that was just the first afternoon oh. and then we all went to bed at 9pm it was lovely Cool we kids. all genuinely went to bed at 9pm. <laughs> cool kids, man. Yeah, cool, 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 cool.
1: Um, so, uh, is, does that mean then there's a tease for more Amsterdam tales on Friday's episode, tomorrow's episode?
0: Uh, but it was just a fun time. There weren't really funny stories. Hmm. Just a fun time. Just a lovely time with the boys. Lovely time with the boys. Day. Well, in which, uh, oh, in which case, of my then? mate threw up on the travelator. At the oh, airport on the next day. dearie me. And he claims it was okay to walk away from because it just went under <laughs> underneath. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to call it a
1: close there on tomorrow's podcast then. That means we can get to all of your emails that Finally. I've got a, a big backlog of. So very, looking, uh, very much looking forward to getting on with those. Uh, but until then, take care. I love you. Goodbye. Oh, Laurie and Simon will be around again for another episode today. <laughs> so listen to that. So, uh, take care. I love you. Goodbye.